The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75, two time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and now has a knee of steel. The one and only Tony <laughs> Casillas. TC, what up? Yeah, the man is still. I- I'm doing good. And, um, you know, I-, I had my knee replacement surgery three weeks ago, and I, I can't believe it's been that long. But, uh, you know, I'm doing good, brother. I, I can't complain. I, um, you know, my PT and rehab is going pretty good. and I've been seeing I, it. I've been seeing the walks. Yeah, I, you know, I figure people want to know what the old man's doing. And, you know, if you need, you know, the people out there that have any ever concern about someone that's getting a knee replacement, hey, what a better source than me. But, yeah, I, I, I'm just very surprised that everything's gone well. And as I told you the first week, dude, is that uh, just trying not to do too much. And sometimes um, that's too hard. <laughs> I um. So I'm gonna be honest with you, Tony. The very first time you said something a long time ago about reading the paper, I thought there's no way this dude reads the paper. I thought it was just like an expression, like maybe you you pull out the iPad and you know whatever. But if you follow Tony on Instagram, he 100% goes out to his backyard, sits at his pool, reads the paper, and has a cup of coffee. You just like to keep it simple, man. That's old school. I mean, that's the, the you know, that's the my generation. And, and and I'm just going to pull the curtain back. I forgot to cancel my subscription to the <laughs> Dallas Morning News. So I kind of... They, they do some great work, so it's yeah, okay. I, I, they they do. And, and, and look, I, I just, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, I hate to say this, but it's almost like now is that I forget to get the paper and it's like, we're gone because it's the newspaper set out there for a week, but right. you know, it's, it's a great, you know, it's relaxation. You know, you sit out there in the morning, you have something actually looking black and white. And so, yeah, I mean, um, I, I, you know, that's me, man. That's what you see. That's, you know, the, the generation of me is that, Hey, you read your newspaper and you know, look, if it gives me an excuse, RJ, to stay off my electronic device, like sure. my phone, because I'm, you know, I'm like everyone else in my, even my, you know, my generation, I'm addicted to my phone. So if it gives me a chance just to not look at a damn screen and look at something that's actually either a book or something that you read, then I'm going to try it for about 15 minutes. I will say I prefer to read physical books as opposed to like the electronic or digital versions. I, cause I, I like to feel the pages, you know, right. like I like to kind of just, it, it's just like a, a, a tick that I do, but you brought up something that I hadn't thought about in a long time since I was a little kid. 
Um, like when, and if you are listening and you are, I don't know, like 18 to 22 somewhere, maybe if you're in college right now, when, when I was younger, at least, and we would go on vacation, like summer vacation or whatever, um, you had to get somebody to pick up your newspaper. You know what right, I mean? B- because right. yeah. because you didn't want your house to look like you like had there's no one home. Right. And so you had to ask your neighbor, your friend, hey, can you just swing by and pick up the paper? You just you can read it if you want, you know, trash it, but just and do me a favor, man, pick up the paper. That used to be a thing. Uh so um I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Well, so what's thanks. interesting about that is that the the newspaper is so thin, like the Sunday paper, you know, which not too long ago, I mean, that's something that you did and it was like thick. It was almost like a novel and I mean, there's not much to the, the basically the old uh, fashioned newspaper because it's all electronic. But nevertheless, gives you something to do on the weekend and just kind of kind of set it up and look like you're actually what's at the uh, the uh, morning post or whatever it is. But anyway, do you um are you the like full out, you know, extended paper reader, like the whole thing? Or do you fold it over and read it, you know, kind of, you know, what I'm saying like, I just look at the headlines. Part. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I do try because. Cause I don't read enough. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, f- uh, full uh, disclosure on that. I don't, I don't read enough. And so for me to actually just kind of just focus on reading something uh, where it's actually that, you know, you have to actually look at uh, where it's actually not something you can flip or just, you know, go to a different right. screen or whatever, then I'm going to do it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm more, I try to, I, I look at the headlines and just depends on what the headlines are, because as you know, there can be some good and really tragic and really good headlines. But yeah, that's the coffee, the newspaper, and the Sunday morning. Hey man, it bodes very well. And then you got to get the uh, the like the ring from your coffee mug on, you know, because you set it on the paper. You know what I'm saying? You get the like the wet ring of it sitting there. That's, yeah, you that's, gotta, that's the pros. Mark. You got to get the stain. Right, exactly. You got to get the brown stain. Um. So uh, on the subject <laughs> of reading things, we are going to get into two things today, Tony. Nice, uh, nice short and quick in and out sort of episode for us. The first I thought was really interesting. Um. You know, I talked about like when you would go on vacation and stuff and all of that was pre-quarantine. You know what? Actually... I was thinking about this. Um, there was a tweet about CD. By the way, what's a vacation? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, uh, well, it's it's when you go to the living room to watch a movie. That's oh, the, okay. The, the yeah. Is that something you actually get to leave your house and like travel? Is that yeah. what? Is that what vacation means? Okay. Man, all of all of our suitcases are probably like, do you just hate me now? Like, what yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like but, a vacation. Just get the hell out of here. We can't do that anymore. But so I was thinking um, on Sunday, there was a tweet from ESPN's college football account. It was just some CeeDee Lamb highlights. And I was thinking, you know, I had to tweet myself about it, whatever. And then I thought like, man, the drafting of CeeDee Lamb, that happened during quarantine. You know what I mean? Like you can think about things that happened a long time ago that were during quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's it. Like what, that's I was I just it's been so long. Like Joe McCoy signed to the Dallas Cowboys yeah, during quarantine. A- I mean, it, it is 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 not uh, the, the the story, and yeah, that's the thing that everything gets lost in this whole, you know, pandemic. Is that we're talking about other things, life things, and right. you know, social things, and everything else that goes along with that. That you know, we just kind of forget about that. But I'm with you on a CD Lamb, you know, on that front. Think about, I mean, just the things that they've done the offseason and any NFL team. I mean, look at Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not. You know, there's a small amount of how you you can, uh, you you know, sensationalize it and make it bigger than it is because there's no outlet to do it because right. we're all quarantined, as you mentioned, and we just can't. We don't have the exposure. And we don't have the, the the way to really really capitalize on it. 
Right. We haven't seen, you know, any of these, any new player in his, at his new team's facility. It's just crazy. Uh, but so the, obviously there's a lot to discuss, um, you know, and a lot to figure out still. We found out since we last spoke, Tony, that the pro football hall of fame game, uh, you know, it depends how you want to look at it. Glass half full, glass half empty. It's been canceled in the minds of many. It's been postponed in the minds of the pro football hall of fame. Their official slogan, Tony is twice the fun in 21 you get it because yeah. nice little nice little rhyme yeah. there but uh anyway <laughs> uh anyway so uh hopefully 2021 is fun um i can't believe i said that but anyway um so we found out last night um i believe yeah so we're people this episode's dropping on tuesday on monday night i believe it was the governor of arizona i could be wrong uh issued a it was some important governmental figure in arizona i do believe it was the governor issued a 30-day um no you know nightclubs things like that i mean you've seen those all over the country um and that includes the well the point is nfl training camps are set to Mm -hmm. begin in less than that and so people are starting to wonder what's going to happen etc jay glazer uh does a mailbag every week over at the athletic and he was asked uh besides the obvious carolina changeover which teams are most hurt by the pandemic um, obviously we, we just mentioned lots of teams can't go to their facilities and whatnot. So Jay Glazer writes the giants, the Redskins and the Cowboys, all of them are in there without a doubt. I think the Redskins and the giants more because they have young quarterbacks who need to take big jumps, especially Dwayne Haskins. They can't really work with them or with him, excuse me, the way they really wanted to. Now here's the interesting part, Tony As for the Cowboys. They are trying to change a lot over there with culture, but you're not able to change it just over zoom. Um, what do you make of that? I, I thought that was interesting when I, read I, I think it's a good point because I, th- you know, we talked about when it first started this whole, you know, back in March when this, we, no one knew. And as you get farther in the closer season, there was no, you know, you need some, you need some personable, t- uh, you know, meetings. You need to be able to get, get in people's face and, you know, just get in front of someone. And, uh, yeah, it's a dog day. It's going to be dog days if we don't play. <laughs> That's a, that's the puppy dog. <laughs> yeah, Bear just wanted to be on the show. He's uh, the work from home life has he's been on a lot of episodes of a lot of shows lately. So. Well, he knew he wants to go on vacation also. Of so, course. Um, but yeah, I, I think that any team that you have, and I, I think his point is well taken because you have a new coach, you have a lot of different changes being made on that team. Uh, you know, Jason Garrett is no longer there. I mean, he's he's gone, and so. There's a lot of change going on. So you really don't get a chance to be able to work with the new components of that, to be able to intertwine and do some things with some new players, um, new system. Um, it just really is hard to kind of for that stuff to, to manifest. If you sure. What? So once, you know, once you start doing that, and, and I think that that's, it's going to happen for everyone, certainly the Cowboys because of where they were and what they, their potential how many times think about that? How many times we talk about the potential for next year, RJ? I think it's certainly more important for them to be able to be able to to, to get a really a, a nice start. Um, but really, just like everyone else, haven't have been able to because they haven't been able to go go to the facility and work uh, on a personal uh, on a personal setting. No, I think that that's all well said, and I think that point is certainly fair, right? I mean, these guys haven't been able to work together, but. That's true for a lot of teams. I mean, it's true for every team. You know what I mean? The part that I that really just kind of caught my eye was that the Cowboys are trying to change a lot about the culture. Because if there's one thing that Jason Garrett was elite at, 
Um, and I know that that list isn't very long. But if there's one thing, it was building a culture, the right kind of guys, whatever you want to call it. That That is a very, very, very good locker room. Generally, obviously, every locker room has their, you know, their misses and whatnot. But Jason Garrett, for the most part, built a very strong culture. So I just I wonder, I, I mean, and maybe that maybe I'm taking that term too literally, but I wonder what the change in culture is. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, I don't I- think. See, I, I don't, I don't, I think you have to look deep. Well, you don't have to look deep. You, you have to look at how the Cowboys are, bit, are built and how their franchise is ran. Is, is ran. Mm, and that starts at the top. That starts yeah. with Jerry Jones. And so the culture's been there, but the culture to which direction they're going to go and that being able to win and be able to, you know, not be eight and eight, to go into postseason play, to not, you know, just, you know, take a step back. I mean, They've been saying this for a long time. So while Jay Glazer said they're trying to, you know, reinvent or change the culture there, mm-hmm. I mean, they have the same people there that make right. the big decisions. So what does that mean? How do you change that culture? Because you're not going to change GM. You're not going to change the owner of that organization. Right. So you, you maybe change it with the, a new coach, new players. The bottom line, when you look at something that changes in culture, it's all about success, and that's winning. Mm-hmm. That's what this team starts doing that, RJ. That's when their culture changes. I agree. And I think maybe the the culture change, again, and may, maybe he said this somewhat casually. It's hard to know, I mean, because it was in a, a written mailbag. But, I mean, maybe it's just the way things work, right? Like, I, I mean, I'm making this up, but it's we're not going to be relaxed about this anymore. You know, we're, we're you know, it's interesting. Jordan Lewis uh, was uh, did, did an interview with DallasCowboys.com. And Jordan Lewis very infamously has, in the minds of many Cowboys fan uh, fans, excuse me, not gotten playing time because he's not tall enough. He's, he's not as tall as as the type of cornerback that Chris Richard wanted, et cetera. And so because of those physical requirements that he did not meet, he was not able to get onto the field. And a lot of people say, who cares when he gets on the field? He's really good, whatever. Maybe that's the type of culture change. You know what I mean? Like, look, we're, we're not going to be rigid in things we do anymore. We're just going to put the best football players. Yeah, I, that's that's if, one hypothetical. If that's what you're looking at, I think, I mean, there's not, we, if you want to get caught up in measurables that a guy is, you know, this tall or runs this fast, I mean, it's ultimately it's all about can the dude play, right? You know, and, and maybe there's always there's always coaches that maybe favor a guy that's more measurable, and maybe that kind of gets in his way of like making the right decision to play the best player. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to look at that, I think I think the culture when you look at this team, I think I like the decisions of what they made as far as a new defensive coordinator, new coaches right. uh, across the board. Now that's a culture change because it's new. Guys aren't don't have aren't mm-hmm. familiar with them, so that is going to be different to them, and it's unique because all you're doing is a Zoom virtual meetings sure. and workouts. I mean that. I mean to me that would be very hard. Now we talked about this before in the seven five zero. The guys that really are in shape that are really doing the things to really, uh, you know, prepare themselves because they're all these teams are all facing the same thing. It's going mm-hmm. to be unique to see which team who's studying. I mean, who? Because it, it, when you get to the National Football League, right. it's all about more the men, mental aspect of it. I mean, physically, everyone is tremendous. Okay, mentally, you have to absorb it, and especially if you got a new playbook, you got a new system. That that's what's going to show whether these guys have really been stuck on this, where they've been focusing, where you know they haven't had uh, 
you know, distractions, which easily can be done considering what we're doing. I mean, you know, there's right. not a whole lot to do, but there's distractions out there to not keep your 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 face, your head down and doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, you know, Jordan was asked, uh, it was a, a question that was meant to be funny um, during that same interview. He was asked, um, you know, if if it's easier to sneak into a meeting over Zoom, because I'm sure, you know, we've all been late to college <laughs> class or whatever. I'm sure you were late to a couple of, of meetings once upon a time. Um, and you know how it is. You, you try to get in through the door at the back while whoever's talking is talking and, and get to your seat without being seen. So you're not called out. Right. Um, I mean, do you think it would because I guess the, the point is, to, to your point, everyone has done a Zoom meeting and everyone has, while they've been in a Zoom meeting, had a different tab open. You know what I mean? And, and not been paying attention, not been listening totally, whatever. It's possible that that's been happening to the entire NFL, right? Like to every team that's that's trying to get guys totally locked in, the reality is, you know, working from home is great, but working from home also means you're working from home and you can distract yourself and not take it as, as seriously if uh, if you don't want to. And so hopefully that's not the case. But I think well, that's that's a fair, yeah. you know, that's a fair potential thing to deal with. Well, I, I, the way you do Zoom and the way you're, you, you know, you have to log on. I mean, I don't know as far as, you know, people being there and then being able to see your face. And But I think the bottom line is that, there's got to be some, regardless of the way we're doing business, the way we're doing, you know, meetings throughout the, you know, electronic media. I mean, what have social distancing. There's still got to be accountability. And guys, are, I mean, as far as they know, they're moving forward as far as uh, the season. And what the season means that people, the players can get paid in preparation. Mm -hmm. So, look, I mean, this is a very, I think it's a slippery slope for a lot of teams because there's going to be guys and there's a lot of dudes that, that aren't motivated to something where they need to be in an, an environment. You need to be in an environment. You need to be around your guys. You need to sure. be able to work out, push each other. And there's guys that go on and do their own workout and then come back that they're used to that. But there's right. a hand, there's a there's a, a percentage of them, RJ, that maybe not have that motivation and I have that self-discipline where, yeah, you know what, I may I'll work out today, but not maybe as hard as I did yesterday. Or, you know, I may study or I may not study. I mean, you need that structure. Yeah, no, it makes sense that um, Bear agrees uh, that you you need yeah, someone Bear, around you. I think he's hungry. You got any dog biscuits there? Can you get throw in the uh, So we actually um, <laughs> we actually have started giving him these long treats um, when when we eat dinner, and it looks like a straw, like a actually like a candy cane straw, like it's red and, and white, like a raw kind of stripe. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's got like these chunks on it, and so what we do is like. Because if, if we didn't give them to him when we ate dinner, he would be just like super annoying at the table. <laughs> so we give them to him and then we just race to eat so that he, you know, because what will happen is he'll eat it so fast and then he'll run over and he'll be like, okay, I ate my thing. Now give me some of whatever you're eating. So uh, he's got food. I know he's got food. He's, um, you know, but, you know, sometimes he, he wants to be on the show too, man. Hey, I mean, you, man. he wants to be part of the, he wants to be front and center, man. Right. Um, but that, uh, all that makes sense uh, with regards to, uh, to Zoom and whatnot. Some people, like I said, it's it's hard to be disciplined at home. It, it Can I tell you is. a funny, real funny story about Zoom? Because of course, you know, everyone has these real quick before. We, so everyone has these stories about people like embarrassing moments. So my wife is outside because she works at home like everyone else. And she has meetings all day long via Zoom. So she's outside on the patio uh, and we have this big window into our family room. And I decided that I was want to walk across there. 
in mind, 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 in mind me that that you could see the backdrop was the window living in our family room. So I decided I wanted to walk by there, but I didn't have any clothes on. So I got right there to that point, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I said, "Look, I don't, I don't have anything on, so I'm walking around." And so, I, at that moment, that's when I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I hope her, hope I didn't embarrass her, or you know, that moment where people they don't know the cameras on, that they don't for accent. So that those kind of things can happen. But anyway, I thought that was funny. I don't even think she noticed. I don't think I even told her about it. I just thought about it. Oh, there's the bear right there. Yeah. He's what uh, a pretty dog. I think um, what's going on here. He wanted to hear that story too. By the way, um, good for you uh, planning your your walk into your your wife's meeting or whatever the case may be. <laughs> but uh, bear, um, this is a, the ultimate peek behind the curtain. He's gotten into the habit of sitting on my lap while I work. Um, so I think that's what he's been barking about. He's like, "Look, Uncle Tony's on the screen. I need to see him." Um, and he's settling in right now. So, well, that's uh, a definition of a lap dog. That's a dog that, that you can set in your lap. What is what? What is he? Ten pounds? Uh, yeah, if that. Yeah, so that's the perfect lap dog right there. He's a tiny little dude. So he's uh, we're doing the seven five zero with Bear today. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, but so well. Um, so you but you knew what you were doing then. You you purposely because like no, all these people. No. no, but like it wasn't an accident that you walked. It, around, I'm saying it, it was an accident. Oh, okay. I mean, no, I would not parade in my wife's RJ, my wife's uh, meeting or colleagues. I wouldn't just parade across there thinking that I, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know she had her camera set up backdrop because she's outside. I, I didn't know she was outside. She's just in her office, and I'm like, I'm going from my 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 bedroom to my laundry room, and I'm walking. I don't even think about it. No one's home, but but us. Right. So when so I get what, by yeah. there, I'm like, oh crap. Well, uh, so anyway, yeah, it, it, I, I could see how a lot of that stuff could happen. And it happened, you know, all these different stories of all these, we, you know, when school was in session, these teachers and, you know, they're, you know, they're on, they're on camera and, uh, oh, by the way, their husband's in the background taking a shower. So, I mean, it's just crazy. I can see how that stuff, I'd be point, glad we get some normalcy sometime. Hopefully that'll come next year. You, um, you've got to, at this point, set your Zoom background up with, like, like the way you and I are. Like, behind us is a wall. You know, like, yeah. I, I'm in front of a wall. You're in front of a wall. You just can't take any chances. You know so no saying? one can walk behind you. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the other big topic for us today, Tony, uh, we wrote about this over on the site on Monday uh, at blogonthevoice.com. We've been doing a series of kind of what's more likely, right. uh, two, two different things, and, and just kind of which do you think is more likely to happen. That's literally the definition of what's more likely. Uh, so you have two options. You have to tell me what's more likely. Number one, Demarcus Lawrence, Dallas Cowboys edge rusher extraordinaire, has 11 sacks in 2020. All right, and I know, I know. Look, we're assuming that the football season is played like normally. Obviously, a lot can change. But so 11 sacks is the goal for him or the Dallas Cowboys secondary as a whole. So you can add any cornerback, any safety, but no linebackers, no defensive linemen, get nine interceptions. Now, let me give you some context, Tony. Demarcus Lawrence last season uh, obviously disappointed a lot of people in the sack department, only had five. But in 2018, had 10 and a half. Again, the goal here is 11. And in 2017, his breakout year had 14 and a half. So he's only ever topped 11 once. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys secondary over the last four years has had nine, 
nine, six, and five interceptions. So while nine sounds pretty low, like, dude, only nine, the reality is that that is pretty high for this particular team's secondary players. So I put it to you, Tony Casillas, what is more likely in 2020? Okay, well, who was who had the? I know New England had a lot of a lot of interceptions. Yeah, like Stephon Gilmore had by himself like almost more interceptions than the entire right. was secondary. So while nine sounds high, which which it, it's I mean it's a good number, uh, thirteen or fourteen it would be extremely good. Be I think it would probably without going and looking at the the stats from last year, and then eleven sacks or for Demarcus Lawrence. DeMarcus is probably going to get some help this year, but I think, you know, they lose the best corner in Byron Jones. Um, but they they got, I think, some guys that are going to be developed that, that maybe come on this year, some younger guys. I think there'll be more pressure. So my point is, is that I'm, I'm really going to pick both of those. I think both of those goals can be attained next year. I think DeMarcus Lawrence, for one, but you're asking me if, you know, pick between one. I don't think it's too far fetched, RJ, to think that they can both of those goals can be can be attained. So because I, I think that they can get nine, just considering the changes in the philosophy, people that they've added, and hopefully a couple of guys that really uh, just they that they are hopefully uh, that have been low risk pit Alden Smith, um, and then uh, you know just some guys that they brought in interior part of it. I think that that will give uh, DeMarcus Swartz an opportunity to get 11 sacks, and I really think that they can do both of them. They can get nine interceptions, and DeMarcus Lawrence can get 11 sacks. So, obviously, a lot has changed. You can't just rely on, you know, last year or the year before, whatever. I want you to guess, Tony, how many players, and, and I mean just all players, how many players had an interception for the Dallas Cowboys last season? Uh, there was a lot of multiple guys. It wasn't just one guy. Uh, I'm going to say whether we had what they had six sacks last, or six interceptions last year. They had um, seven, seven okay. total. Again, that's uh, all defensive players. Seven. I'm going to say six guys. Six guys. You are being too kind. It was five guys. Oh wow! Uh, so, um, and of those, not five, too many ball hogs that talks out there. Of those five, how many do you think were secondary players? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'm going to say you. two because I know that Sean Lee had an interception. He did. Uh, He's one of the five. And did uh, Jay Jalen Smith had an interception? Uh, wait, who who did you just say? Jalen Smith. Oh yes, and Jalen Jalen Smith had one. So that's their. So two my of point the five. is, is that I'm going to say I, I'm going to say out of those interceptions, there was two DBs that had had them. Three uh, DBs. You, Three DBs, and they were all the entire 2017 draft class DBs. Xavier Woods had two. Jordan right. Lewis had two. Uh, and then Jalen Smith, Sean Lee, and Chidabe Wuze each had one. Those are yeah. your Dallas Cowboys interceptors from last season. Um, in terms of what's more likely, for me, even though he's only hit 11 sacks uh, as I'm fighting a sneeze off, goodness, uh, once in his career, I think Demarcus Lawrence hitting 11 sacks is more likely just because the Cowboys secondary has disappointed us dramatically in this particular department. I know that they're supposed to be more aggressive under Mike Nolan. I know that that is maybe going to lead to more turnovers. I hope it does, certainly. But I mean, that is a true, I will believe it when I see it thing. Um, nine interceptions is not a lot for a secondary. But 
this is a team that has been really, really, really bad uh, in that particular department. I mean, generally, a linebacker is either leading this team in interceptions or is close to the team leading interceptions. Do you know who led the team in interceptions in 2018, the year they won the division? Uh, is he not here anymore? No, he's here. It's, it was actually a tie, to be to be totally transparent. Um, his first year, right? Yep. Linebacker, right? Yep. Uh, Vander, uh, Leighton Vanderish. Leighton Vanderish as a rookie <laughs> linebacker tied for the team lead in interceptions. Oh, with, that's crazy. With guess how many? Uh, there was a, a slew of them. Uh, a big old deuce. Two interceptions was good enough for the team lead or tied for it. He tied with Xavier Woods. They each had two interceptions. Uh, and then in, this is 2018, to be clear. Jeff Heath, who was a DB, so we're talking secondary here, had one. Cheeto had one. Demarcus Lawrence had one. Anthony Brown had one. And Jordan Lewis had one. So, again, this is a department that the Dallas Cowboys have struggled mightily in. I will go back one more season. The, the team lead in 2017 was three, and this player is no longer here. Do you want to guess? Prominent name, but no longer here. Um, no, just uh, – uh, Just tell you? Yeah, just tell you're, me. You're I, too worn down on this? Yeah, yeah, I I, I, yeah it's just – it's really it's, – it's, it's, it's depressing. Yeah. In 2017, Jeff Heath led the Dallas Cowboys in interceptions with three. Anthony Brown in second place had two. And the following players all had one. Sean Lee, Byron Jones, Jordan Lewis, Xavier Woods, and Chidabay Owuze. It is – that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, nine interceptions is not a lot, but – they are damn near impossible for the Dallas well, Cowboys. Well, here's the thing. We, you mentioned earlier talking about culture that we're going to try to yeah. – culture would be to change that right there, that category. Yeah. Because it's been something that we've been talking about every year that the Cowboys have not been able to develop that type of culture, haven't been able to develop that type of mentality. Because with that, it comes up – you know, you, you guys have to be able to execute. I mean, how many times you see guys, a defensive player, the ball's in his hand and he, he can't he can't make the catch. Yeah. So that's got to be the culture. So if I'm going to buy into like what people are saying about culture, if you're going to look at one particular category, it's that right there. Turnovers and takeaways. Well, um, so then I just want to be clear. I think it's more likely that Demarcus Lawrence hits 11 sacks. You think what you think that is more, the more likely of the two options? Yeah, I think I think. Although eleven sacks, man, I mean, and, and oh, he's it's done tough. It before that's that's a tough, you know, both those two categories. But the Cowboys, I think, have more upside, more potential, I think, and maybe getting to nine interceptions, RJ, because mm -hmm. they're only three away. So I'm almost inclined to say that they have a better chance, and not that D Law can't get there, not know, that he man. can't, not that he's not a baller. But I think I'm going to go against the grain and probably oh. say and say that they got a better chance of getting nine interceptions next year, which is three, three more that maybe they could have executed. You go back and look, but I think maybe I'll go with that. I think that that'll be the difference in, in next year. You talked yourself into it. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, you know, either way, um, shout out to Dave Halpern who wrote this. Uh, he's 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 really he come up. He, he's come up with the the great. You know, he when he does these, what's more likely? It's it's always a, a really. You know, it's never this like super obvious thing. They're always really, really. This was a good one. Uh, really tough choice. Um, Tony, last thing I want to say: moving sucks. Holy crap. 
Uh, we're moving in two or not, maybe a week and a half. And we're all packed up because we've sucked at moving before. So we're packing way ahead of time. So you know how it is. We're, we're living right now, you know, with, with barely stuff. You know, we've got plastic forks and everything because everything's all boxed up. And uh, <laughs> it's just, but you know what? It's annoying right now, but it'll be worth it. Well, wanted. that's a good way to test your marriage too, because I, I don't know about you. You guys have been you're what a year into being married? Year and yeah, we're we're over a year at this point. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're so I, I think to, to you know for that to be able to move and just be able to survive that because it's you know it's just it, the thing about it is you get older too. You just don't realize how much stuff you got, dude. For like, real. What 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 are we doing with that? I mean, <laughs> as, you, as you get older, but just stuff you have that you have to pack. Right. And trust me, man, the way I pack, I'm like a, you know, just a, I mean, I, I, I am just a bull in a China closet. I mean, everything breaks, but yeah. So what do you wait? What couple of weeks from actually moving? Uh, we're scheduled to Closing move. Closing date is coming up pretty soon, right? Yeah. Next Saturday, the 11th. So, um, and you know how it is. Like we got to set up internet. We got to set up TV. We got to set up the movers. You know, like it's, I've made more phone calls the last couple of days than I've made in the last two months combined. So but here's what I would say. You hear that? I'm sure that you made your dad or your parents or someone told you it'll be well worth it. Totally. You're yeah. settled in. You're going to place like you, you mentioned down in the valley. You'll be on a golf course. You'd be like, yeah, it's worth it. Be sitting out there smoking a cigar and sipping on some scotch. Are you a scotch guy? Uh, who is not? Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever, whiskey, whatever. You say, uh, worth it. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. So, well, Tony, have yourself a good week. Uh, we'll be back, of course, next Tuesday to do this song and dance again. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully something cool happens. I don't know. You know, there's lots of stuff out in the ether. You know, Jamal Adams, Jadeveon Clowney, Dak Prescott's contract. Let's just hope something cool happens over the course of the next week. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, what's hopefully everybody won't, they won't be doing the low-key fade. That's something we didn't even talk about today. Well, that feels like a good note to end. <laughs> everybody have a great week. We'll see you next time. This was the 750.